It's easy to say you live by the book, Jay. Can you do it? <laughs> All right, I, I, I gotta. Oh my god. Hi, welcome back to Not So Sorry. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. We got a long one. Oh my gosh. We got so many notes. I'm deleting notes as I'm taking notes. This is true. And in the words of Disturbed, I can ask you, are you down with the sickness today? I had to get up so I could get down with the sickness. Alright. Uh, your, your entire I'm cutting family out, is I'm cutting out Disturbed the... references. I'm just telling you that right now. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I like their new song. I, I like the, uh, the Sounds of Silence. It's not a new song. That's a cover. No, it's Simon and Garfunkel. It's a great I cover. Even, a... I believe they even covered it from somebody else. No, that's an original Simon and Garfunkel. Is it really? Yes. Are you positive on that? Yes. That's like their most famous song. Well, I know this. A lot of people's famous songs are cover songs. Anyway, moving on. I'm going to have you tell a story because why are you leading this this is my story yeah yeah you tell your story because i have a follow-on story that is actually fun do you not understand flow son what are you doing here i I don't understand get out i don't know if your story is as funny as my story is gonna be all right here we go we had some exciting stuff happen this week uh number one I just smooth saw somebody get hit by a car. I mean, that, the person wasn't hurt, mind you, <laughs> but the first time in my life funny. I'd seen it. Uh, somebody was crossing an intersection. Somebody wasn't looking and tried to turn on a red light, and boom! Lady with the pizza that flies back about five feet, gets up, grabs her pizza, says, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." I'm sorry. He walks through the intersection. And I was like, "Holy, holy!" <laughs> so, so the lady that got hit. Was in the wrong. No, I mean the lady that hit her was turning on a red light. I mean, yeah, I mean she had a pedestrian, so yeah. I mean the person right. in the vehicle was in the wrong, but nobody was hurt. It was kind of funny. Well, I mean, yeah, but I'd never, well, I mean, I've never you know. seen anybody actually get hit in person by a vehicle, so that was kind of interesting. As long as they didn't get hurt. Yes. Okay. If I okay. or if I don't know them, it's funny. Okay. It's always funny, yes. Like, if you're watching a YouTube video, you're like, oh, that guy got smoked by that car. That's funny. So, uh, my friends and I, we, this was back at Air Force days, um, we're on our way to a golf tournament. Like, you know, it's one of those, you gotta be there on time, get your tee time, all that good stuff. And we're uh, three cars all in a row. We're in the left-hand turn lane. The light goes green. And I guess we're all turning left. Well, here comes Mr. Bicyclist in the tight tights, all bright yellow with the cool helmet and all that stuff. Well, he's going across the lane where we're turning left. And sure enough, truck number one just lays him out, like up over the hood, over the cab, into the bed. Like, and I ain't going to lie, all three cars we're laughing hysterically because you know he didn't get hurt and my my take is 
those bicyclists, they got it coming, you know. I'm sorry if you're listening and you're one of those bicyclists, but they get way too much of the road. They get all these privileges and rights and all this stuff. No, no, no. When they dress up in that outfit and think they're, like, taking the lane, the whole freaking lane, you get hit by a car, that's called you get what you deserve. And see, I have a prime example of this. My wife and I used to live in a set of apartments down near a really nice area in Little Rock. It's right on the river, and it's heading towards down towards a big park where people love to hang out and stuff. And these bicyclists get seriously like a three and a half, four foot lane to ride their stuff. And yet, they got this huge lane. And where do they want to ride? Right on the line. Like, that's ridiculous. They gave you all that space and you want to ride right on the line. You're a moron. And if you get hit, you, you deserve it. But, so we get stuck down there. That That's where we live. And all the time, they're having all these bicycle races across Little Rock. Oh, from this point to this point. Well, I'm at home one day, and Michelle calls and says, like, I I can't get home. I'm like, what? She's like, there's a cop here, and he won't let me to our house because the bicyclists, ha- they're, they're in route now, and they should be through in the next, like, 30 minutes or so. I'm like, well, just they can't stop you from coming to your house. I was like, go this back way and come home. Nope, that's blocked by cops also. From that day forward, I have sent out a vendetta against those stupid bicyclists. I don't care. You're not allowed to block somebody from going to their house because you want to ride your stupid bike. Don't ride your bike in front of my truck. There's a reason why I have a brush guard. That's all I'll say. End of rant. End of story. This weekend, uh, on totally positive notes, on an excellent day, this past Saturday, my family and I, we went to a like an event called Jurassic Quest. And uh, it was out at the Conway Expo Center, where we have the Conway Comic Con. And what they did was, they have all these exhibits with dinosaurs from different periods in time. And they have, it's awesome. Inside the building, all the dinosaurs make noises. They're all fully animatronic. They're all to scale as to what they would look like and size-wise. When I say size-wise, if you want to see a 40-foot-tall dinosaur, they got them. Like, it is amazing. There were, like, I didn't know this, there were, like, three or four different types of raptors that had feathers they're incredible. I will. I'll need to post some pictures on Twitter. I'll send them to Rick so he can post them on our Facebook page. But it was an incredible time. If Jurassic Quest comes near you or your town or whatever, it's definitely worth the money to get the tickets. We had just an incredible time. My son, he's two. He had a blast. I mean, it was just a good time had by all. I know they're they're traveling around. They're making their way, uh, I believe, east now. So if you're east of Arkansas, I believe that's the direction they're headed. And if they come near you, you should definitely check it out. 
That sounds great. I'll have to take my kids. Dude, you should, definitely. Uh, especially if they come back next year. So, Rick, you are familiar with <clears throat> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, correct? Uh, no, I have no clue what you're talking about. You're... you're... <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm picking up on some sarcasm. Okay. So, have you heard the theory that Grandpa Joe is a complete ass? Uh, most people in that movie were a complete ass. Well, you think about this. Apparently, Grandpa Joe has his own section of memes and everything that I've never seen. My wife told me about them, <sighs> and then we got to thinking about it. We we were watching. We it, it's on uh, Amazon Prime right now, so we decided to watch Willy Wonka. Grandpa Joe has laid in bed for how many years, and the only time he gets up, it's when he's got a free vacation. Like seriously. The man has atrophy from not walking around. He's, But he has the ability to walk, which probably means he has the ability to get up and do some work. Like, this is a poverty-stricken family. But, but Grandpa Joe will get up out of bed for some free chocolate and the invite to a free vacation. There isn't any more. Oh. <laughs> You're, you just ruined it. You have no interaction. Oh, my God. Well, I'm waiting. You're like you're really whoa, excited whoa. about there, this. You're waiting some to get insightful this. part. Yeah, what's the insightful the part? He just explained how this guy's a complete jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that in. I'm waiting for more of it. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I thought there was something. There's not any more. You're supposed to interact with <laughs> that. Good Lord. Best Are you podcast listening? ever. Hello, McFly. Uh, that was great (laughs) shall we move on (laughs) oh I'm sorry are you talking I was (laughs) reading a comic moving on to stories um, I wanted to talk about uh, have you seen the preview there's no video preview but an image uh, was put out the toys that made us coming to Netflix this is a documentary no. series about uh, toys in the 80s that's uh, going to cover like Transformers, uh, G.I. Joe, My Little Pony, that kind of thing. An eight-episode uh, eight series on Netflix. That sounds awesome. I mean, I'll be, I'll be, I love documentaries, and Netflix is usually my place to go to watch the new ones, so that sounds fun. Yeah, we've currently been watching uh, the 80s on Netflix, which is just Oh my gosh, me and my wife just sat there talking. I remember that. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Oh, I don't remember that. When did that happen? We just the watched. 80s? Yeah, yeah, we just watched an episode of uh, of it, and it was technology of the eighties. And my son was just sitting there going, "Oh my god, y'all didn't have any of this." It's <laughs> like, no, oh. no, son, we didn't have any of this. No, we played outside. Yeah. But moving on from there, uh, the Logan trailer that just came out. Oh, oh my gosh. You you take this one by the horns. Dude, that is amazing. It's incredible. I cannot wait for this movie. It it's it looks like they're actually making a movie like the the Wolverine movie we've always wanted. It's going to have blood. It's going to have gore. Let me stop it, you it, there because there is a scene they cut that but if, if you're paying attention, that little girl, when she walks out, she's carrying a severed head. 
Oh yeah. It's only on screen. It's there's only on screen for like a millisecond, but she is carrying a dude's head. Yeah, I like the I like the part where it shows her do the throat slash. I mean, X twenty three Laura is going to be no joke. She is going to be awesome. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how they play it. Yeah, and hearing, good lord, hearing Xavier throw out that f bomb was like crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome, dude. Um, speaking of F-bombs, Tim Miller has apparently traded up, in his opinion, from Deadpool. He's moving on to Terminator with James Cameron. What's your right. opinion of that? James Cameron's just supposed to observe from what I read in one article. Well, I, uh, we'll I don't see how know. Much I mean, it's his baby. It. I mean, well, I mean, I guess... I guess uh, Avatar is the new child of of his dreams, but Terminator, those those first two movies were you know really really good. I mean Terminator sits in a in a place like Alien does. I mean the first two movies are just seminal moments in movie history, and of course the franchises have both you know fallen to the wayside, had their ups and downs since then. But if you own the first two Terminator movies and you own the first two Alien movies, I mean you've got some good movies there. Absolutely. Both those are incredible. Like, where is this going to fall in the timeline? Tim Miller's Terminator. Is it a is it a reboot? Is it a continuation? I haven't heard any of that. No, it should be... Um, I haven't heard anything either, but I mean, in the cards, it should be a reboot. I mean, get rid of Arnold. Do do your own thing. Because that's, that's what's made it long in the tooth. I mean, yeah, it was kind of cool to see... Arnold come back and what they did with the last one. I, I actually thought Genesis was okay. The acting wasn't great in it, but man, seeing uh, that scenery done with old Arnold and new Arnold and uh, the guys that were stand-ins for Bill Paxton in the scene from the first movie, that was really fun to watch. I mean, just like, I, I would argue that Terminator Salvation, the scene where Arnold pops up in that movie that I did not know was coming, was really exciting. I mean, uh, of course, I have love for the Terminator movies, but it's time. I mean, redo it, find your new Terminator, go from there. I mean, that's that's what's dragging it down. Well, see, so so you're okay with this being rebooted? If they do a reboot, I am perfectly fine with that. Yeah, there are a lot of things get bogged down in being slavish to its original material, and there's not room for anything new. I think they need to just make it new i mean i'm okay with it but you know what's strange is how we're okay with some things that we love being rebooted and other things should not be touched well i mean like star wars is the ultimate example of that star wars they're doing correctly you should not reboot star wars you continue the story now well i mean last year we had the prime example of what doesn't need rebooted right we're, we're all being you know we all threw a fit about ghostbusters and, and here you're looking at around the same time frame a movie just as solid <coughs> in our childhood you're okay with terminator being rebooted well i mean because it's it's i mean it's played out i mean like star wars hasn't been played out um like but let's pick one that hasn't been played out back to the future do you reboot Back to the Future? No, no. Never. You you watch those movies. I mean, you let it you let it go. Do you make a sequel to Titanic? No, you don't. You let it go. I mean, there's certain things yeah. that you just 
Sure, there may be money out there to be made, but should you make that money? I mean, where Star Wars is concerned, yes. Yeah, I'm going to throw money at Star Wars every year from now on till till they stop making them. Yes. Um, but do I need a Spider-Man rebooted every five years? No. No? I mean, I don't definitely don't need an origin story. So since you brought up the the Star Wars, shall we just roll right into that? Well, I mean, it's it's big news, but not really big news. I mean, they just announced that the name of the movie is The Last Jedi, and everybody, everybody on the internet started screaming, Jedi is plural and single, singular. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why, I, does, I think, why does it matter? It's the title of the movie. I think everybody freaked out telling everybody not to freak out. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's exactly what happened. Everybody was like, we're all on the same page here. Nobody freak out about freaking out. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. Every article I said, now remember, Jedi is plural and singular. Like deer deer and deer. Oh, dear. It's going to be awesome. I was really happy to see that. And, um, you know, uh, watch the first six episodes of Voltron on Netflix, by the way. First six? Season two is out, and it is great. Great follow-up to season one. Uh, I'm ready to just be be done with it, to consume all of it. it it's uh, The toys are actually hitting. I did see the Voltron toys in Cersei. We haven't got them at our Walmart yet, but they look great as well. Um, now, have you watched any of season two yet? Uh, no, I have not. It's good. Uh, I'll check it out. That's awesome. Thomas Jane, speaking of uh, comic book movies, he has been cast in the new Shane Black's Predator movie. That's cool. So, so we're going to have Thomas Jane and Key from Key and Peele. That should be interesting. This, this cast is really making to where I, I don't know where I'm going to take this Predator movie. Like, it it's just working itself out into something totally new, I think. Also, today is a really exciting day. We're recording on Monday, and today is also the first day of filming on Avengers Infinity War. The Russo brothers put out a uh, a tweet today showing a picture of all the trailers, and they said, first day of Infinity. And uh, That's oh, awesome. It gets exciting from here, folks. I mean, do we have any idea who's on set today? No, no, I haven't seen any of that reported. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie. Also, well, in team-up movies, uh, some new photos of the Justice League came out, and uh, 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 gosh, I mean, it's it, it's just me, I guess, but it all looks like it all looks like cosplay. I'm like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a good feeling about Justice League. I, I hope I'm completely wrong. I I don't don't. I'm not a hater. I hope I'm a hundred percent wrong, but Justice League is not looking that good to me. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. Um, you know, the, I just don't know what more they can do to hype us. They've let us in on their sets. They've showed us all these photos. They've done all, you know, they've opened the doors to the public, basically, to watch this thing be made. And I'm still not really excited. But that could be me. I mean, that could all fall on me. There's a lot of people I know. I... I'm a member of a lot of comic book Facebook groups, and I know there's a lot of DC people out there that are really hyped for this movie. I I need them to contact us and tell me what they're hyped about because I'm just not feeling it. I was going to mention, you 
you usually do most of the comic book stories and stuff like that. And you have recommendations for people on what to read and what not to read and all that good stuff. Let me for a second say that Image has come out with a new comic book series called Moonshine. And I believe the third issue just came out this week. And I know it's not, you know, third issue. How can you be recommending? Trust me. I I really think you need to be following this series along. If you're like me, I am hooked. It's set... um, 1929 it's the prohibition era we we have a nice big gang boss from new york city that sends one of his you know his henchmen down new to york this, city yeah this small town sent down to the small town in west virginia and uh apparently this family has the best moonshine around like hands down i guess the the crime boss has tasted it before and needs you know truckloads it's just really really good because there's there's a twist that i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and say it i'm going to put the twist out there just because i think from the covers and everything, maybe people don't know, and people aren't reading it because they don't know there's a twist to it. And, and if you let it out there, more people will go and grab the book. You're you're sucked in to following, you know, this the story. Well, when Mister New York shows up, he starts treating these people, you know, making horrible comments, making you know racist remarks, making all this, basically calling them backwoods hill folk and treating them like dirt, you know, like he's so much better. Well, he meets with the guy, and the guy won't make a deal with him. He's like, no, you you can't have my moonshine. He's kind of stumped, you know. He doesn't know what to say. So he goes back, and uh, some stuff occurs. Well, the the guy's kids show up, and they're like, we'll make a deal with you. We'll, uh, We'll help you run some stuff to New York City. So he's like, all right. So sure enough, they load up a truck full of moonshine and they take off. And right as they take off to New York, they don't even make it out of town before a werewolf smashes down on their car, causing a major car accident. And immediately the driver, which is one of the the children's husbands, I believe, starts crying and begging forgiveness. And you, you realize that... It's a family of werewolves that make the moonshine. Hmm. And now here this crime boss is going to come hunting for his guys. And he's going to have to deal with a family of werewolves. And I don't know where it's going to go. I'm sorry if I let the cat out of the bag if you hadn't read it and you've been wanting to. But this looks to be a really good series and uh i'm enjoying it so far and hope other people can join as well that sounds cool yeah Uh, and i did have a comic thing to talk about this week i want to what's the first thing you think of when you hear the word reavers firefly (laughs) well that's probably what most people would think but before the reavers in firefly in fact, whenever I heard Firefly and Reavers, I immediately thought of, the, thought of these guys. 
Now, uh, in Marvel Comics specifically, X Men, there are a set of people called Reavers, and uh, their origins are kind of fun. I mean, this is one of those Marvel Comics things that you know sat over years, and uh, they made a really fun story out of this. Now, uh, back whenever Wolverine was becoming a popular character, and uh, John Byrne was working on the X Men comic. Uh, there's a seminal story of where the Hellfire Club captures the X Men, and uh, they have, of course, these guards in this blue and red with white masks. Um, they have all the X Men, and the the um, uh, Jean is the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club at this point, and they go and Wolverine uh, gets lost in the sewer. And there's a story that they turned in where Wolverine just goes berserk and he just mows through all these guards and stuff like that to come in and bust everybody out. And it's, it's one of the first, you know, really seminal Wolverine moments in in those comics. And as, as a consequence of that, a bunch of people got hurt. Now, three of these people, Cole, Reese, and Malcolm, uh, became, Reavers, which were, they were taken to, I believe, Spiral from uh, the one that related to Mojo, and they were made into cyborgs, and um, what's the one in the Wolverine movie coming out? Pierce. Um, Yeah, Pierce. Pierce was already a cyborg. He had these uh, uh, cyborg arms in the Hellfire Club, and later on... um, the re- when the Reavers came back, I mean, they had, like, bionic helmets and arms, and, like, one guy had tank treads instead of legs, and uh, they played through the comics that way. But I always really thought that it was it was great that they carried those characters through from, you know, these guys were just doing a job, you know, these hired thugs, and then they became something else, you know, revenge-driven fu- uh, guys that wanted to hurt and, and and do things to the X-Men because, you know, they had done this to them. And I always thought that was a really great story. And, uh, of course, they end up, ended up did getting killed off, but uh, they, they've showed up a couple of other times. They've been brought back. Uh, I just always think whenever I see Reavers, that's the first thing I think of. And, and looking them up, there's some really good stories. I mean, that Wolverine story is really great. The stories in Australia where the X-Men are supposedly dead... Uh, is where the Reavers show up. I believe that art is by Mark Silvestri at the time when he was working on X-Men. Just some really good artists and really good story involved these guys. So uh, I would recommend you finding those issues sometime and, and give them a look. That sounds awesome. I'll definitely have to check that out. Now looks up what we got next is Local Hall. Now I got to be honest, I haven't had any Local Hall uh, except for what I found. I talked about Maybe to you privately. I don't remember if I mentioned this on no, the No, you mentioned it on okay. the podcast. Train to Busan actually showed up at our Walmart, so I grabbed it immediately. I have not watched this yet, but I am going to, and I'm going to give this a review. That's awesome, dude. Well, my local haul really isn't local. It's just a couple of eBay pickups. Um, the book I just mentioned, Moonshine, I was able to pick up the New York City Comic Con variant of that. And then I also picked up the Todd McFarlane variant cover for Deadpool Back in Black. And that is so awesome because, you know, I'm a huge Todd McFarlane fan. And then also Deadpool Back in Black is 
one of my favorite series that has come out in a long time. If uh, if you hadn't caught up on that, it's very good. So Lost in Time. And this week, we, we've been dancing all around arcade games, different styles and all that. But have we talked about the arcade itself? And for me, that's Aladdin's Castle. Oh, and we Little used Rock. to have one. yeah, right. We used to have one in Little Rock, but you know, Aladdin's Castle was a chain. I, I remember Aladdin's Castles in, you know, Columbia, South Carolina, in Frankfort, Virginia, in you know, different places that I have lived across. There was anytime there's a decent sized mall, you used to find an Aladdin's Castle. And I have wasted so much money. My my parents were allowed us to waste so much money in an old arcade like Aladdin's Castle that there were just so many awesome games back then. Like my brother and I have a story. One time um, we were, I want to say it was South Carolina. We were living in Columbia, South Carolina at the time. And his birthday is in June. So we're gone for the summer. You know, his birthday comes up. What do you want for your birthday? Well, when you're living away somewhere, there's not really friends and family to invite. So we each got something like $10 worth of quarters. And we played the Simpsons arcade game until we beat it. Nice. And yeah, dude, I love that arcade game. That's a good game. game. Oh, dude, it was incredible. We loved that Simpsons arcade game. And, and I just I just loved Aladdin's Castle, and it was always a good memory in childhood. And it looks like our cartoons this week are, are you inspired me, so why don't you do yours first? Dude, I've always been a huge fan of Scooby-Doo, and I'm talking the original Scooby-Doo, not any of this new modern stuff. With I, I don't like the way the new stuff looks. I don't like the way their voices sound. I'm talking anything from like the 2000s forward. If there's something jam in there, let me know because I don't think there is. I like the old school original stuff, and I loved how they used to have all the random guests. You know, I know Batman and Robin have guest starred on Scooby-Doo. The Harlem Globetrotters have guest starred on Scooby-Doo. There were so many different awesome guests and everything on Scooby-Doo, and I just loved the the scooby-doo show growing up yeah but did you really love jonathan winters and and uh those guys showing up on scooby-doo i mean i did nobody's I mean, gonna know who jonathan winters is it's all fine with me I, I liked all the guests you know i always liked it when the gang had interaction with somebody from the outside oh i remember they did one with like uh laurel and hardy that was so much fun the three stooges Three Stooges were on there, yes, dude. I, I just, I've dressed up like Shaggy, I know, for at least a couple of the times for Halloween when I was in college. I was a huge Scooby-Doo fan, man. <coughs> so what do you got for us this week? Mine is similar to yours. Mine isn't a specific something, but a thing. Comic Digest in the 80s, you could go to Walmart and you'd get, and you can still get them these days, but it's it's the way you get your Archie comics now. You know, the little square, you know, uh, uh, comics that are at the checkout, Archie right. or whoever. Yeah, those are those are digest size. Right, right. Um, 
And back in the day, you could get Transformers, G.I. Joe, and several other comics. I have a few right here beside me. In digest format, they'd have like four or five issues of comics printed real small. And it's just something you could take with you on car rides. You know, when you couldn't, didn't want to take eight issues of a comic, you could have a digest that would have four in it. And you could have a couple of them. They were cardboard backed and they were, you know, just throwaway things. But, oh, man, I really loved them. I looked for them every time I could uh, go and... Just never found a bunch of them because they never were that popular, but I thought they were cool. And that's basically the only ones that stick around these these days is is the Archie ones. So That's awesome. That's, that's one of the things I miss. Um, also, my cartoon is also a Scooby-Doo, but it's one that was came out in my youth. Now, of course, Scooby-Doo is like from the 60s and everything. So, I mean, that's a, not from It's my even youth. older than us. Yeah, but... Whenever I was young, they had a new Scooby-Doo series starring Vincent Price, and it was called The 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. I remember this, dude. I've seen this. This is awesome. Yeah, and the reason there were 13 ghosts is because there was 13 episodes in a season. So I started to say, I believe there was one ghost per episode. That's right. Uh, you know, episode one, they, they let all these ghosts out accidentally, and they have to capture them all and uh it was fun at the time i really like it i've got the dvd of of all the episodes so we were me and my son were watching it the other day i think it's really fun to watch that stuff especially from the 80s absolutely you know i mean and once again you brought up vincent price there's a guest on (laughs) scooby-doo which makes it awesome well he was kind of the star of that show so it was more of vincent price and scooby-doo so yes they're both incredible have you seen it have you seen it? I am talking about 2001's Out Cold. I've seen part of it, I, and I thought it was pretty funny. I've just never... I think I was watching it at somebody else's house, and I've never bothered watching the rest well, of it. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it, it stars Jason Landon, and, and it's one of the first <laughs> roles I remember Zach Galifianakis in, and I loved it. And, and you know what? It's not a great movie. It's about a bunch of goofball stoners that hang out at a snowboard and ski resort and of course uh, I believe Lee Majors shows up and he's going to try to steal it and all of this and uh, you know they have to band together to save the day I love this thing I own this movie on uh, Blu-ray and I look it up today to get some names and stuff and to get the year and it only has an 8 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Even on this podcast, we've done a lot of judging based on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, you've lost a little respect for me today because, come on, people, Out Cold is a way better movie than 8%. If you don't believe me, watch it and let me know if you don't think it deserves better than 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Out Cold, you should definitely check it out. Mine is Scott Pilgrim. I mean, it's a great movie. I, I don't know why people hate it so much. What? I, I loved it. I this think it's movie. got good reviews. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nobody, Incredible. nobody I know besides like you likes that movie. That's, oh my goodness. That saw it. Nobody likes it. And I was like, oh, come on, this is great. But of course, Scott you know, Pilgrim. the video game aspect of it all, I guess. But oh, it was, I loved it. Loved every minute of it. It was Dude. fun. It was absolutely fun. Yes. And I don't mean brand. I don't mean popcorn fun. It was designed to be fun. And I I loved every minute of it. Absolutely. 
You, Knives is a great character. Ramona Flowers, incredible character. Plus, you get to see Brandon Routh. You get to see Superman himself be a vegan. And Captain America is in there, And too. Captain America is in there as well. That's right. It's a great movie, man. Uh, they did I twins? Why, I don't know why people would hate on Scott Pilgrim. But I do know why they would hate on your Don't See It. Ugh, I owned this movie. I own this movie as well. You know... I believe before 2004, we all got the treat of Broken Lizards Super Troopers, and it was incredible. So in 2004... uh, You boys like Mexico? Yeah, it's an incredible movie, and you're like, this Broken Lizard crew is pretty good. So they do another movie called (laughs) Club Dread. Wasn't that good? I after watching it, I hated the fact that I owned Club Dread. I sold I, my. I, I dread. I dread it for anybody that has to watch it. It is a terrible movie. But there is an amazing special effects scene whenever he gets sawed in two by the rope. That looked real. That took me out of that movie. I was like, whoa. Whoa, okay. what, this is where yeah, the but budget still don't went. See it. I'm sure you can look that clip up on YouTube. Just look up for the clip and, and don't watch the movie because it's a terrible movie. I don't know what is why, why the Broken Lizard guys were hit or miss, but that was definitely a straight-up miss. You whiffed it on that one. Mine is The Sorcerer's Apprentice, Nick Cage. Oh, my goodness. It's, At least and, you didn't Alfred Minola. Cage this time. Alfred Manola, or and it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good at all. It, in fact, it was bad. It was very bad. It was Nick Cage bad. It was. It was. Don't watch this movie. No. I mean, it should have. And, of course, it's my problem with magic movies that none of them have done any justice except for, like, the the ones that are supposed to be. Like, Doctor Strange does magic justice. Uh, Harry Potter does magic justice. Uh, And Fantastic Beast does magic justice. This does not do anything justice. I can I can totally agree with that. That's so so so. Do you think that uh, like the nineteen seventies Excalibur does not do magic justice? Uh, well, I mean that's a whole different ball game. That's seventies. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, Excalibur is a great movie. Right, right. Well, I'm just I was just the first thing that popped into my head that had magic isn't that you hadn't mentioned so far. But did it's it? Always did it? Always, I mean, what magic did it have that you saw on screen? I don't know. I think there was some mist that occurs during a spell. <laughs> but I'm the guy now. That's I'm the guy it. that loves the '80s uh, uh, ret- rotoscoped lightning and stuff, like uh, Return of the Jedi, where the Emperor's like, you know. Oh yeah, that stuff I absolutely love. But yeah, just magic represented on a movie screen. The the Sorcerer's Apprentice is not it. Not what I wanted at all. Absolutely. And uh, that's going to wrap us up, buddy. I ain't got nothing else unless you want to detail Dude, tales of woe. I have, I have I have nothing for this week the, other than you can find me at Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us at NotSoSouthernGs on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. And please, for the love of all that's holy, please give us some comments to our posts, folks. We've had some great responses. I want to talk with more people. So get those in. I just 
want to thank each and every one of you that has listened to this that i see there's people that i know listen week in week out and uh each one of them i appreciate i thank you very much so for not so southern gentlemen i'm sean and i'm ricky and of course be with you